Welcome to the Elijah Rising podcast. Elijah Rising is an organization empowering women recovering from sexual exploitation. This episode is going to help you become more aware about the issue of sex trafficking and inspire you to take action. Welcome back to the Elijah Rising podcast. Today we have a bonus episode and I'm joined today by Frankie Mazapika, one of our good friends. Um, you lead a church called Celebration Church of the Woodlands and we've known you for about five years. And our story begins probably whenever I died on your stage like <laughs> yeah and it's so funny because your listeners are like oh that's a figure of speech no nope. <laughs> <laughs> no you you died so we will share that story today we love to do these bonus episodes kind of around some of the backstory of elijah rising things that happened not necessarily behind the scenes but just things yeah. that you wouldn't you know the public may not get a chance to hear yeah. the real life stories of life in ministry life so, in ministry this is <laughs> what you get yeah so many people want to be in the ministry <laughs> until they find out what's going on yeah. they're like, <laughs> like no, I don't know I don't know <laughs> we joke that like the Elijah Rising book is going to be called Demons and Sinkholes which oh, is a whole nother yeah, story yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. all of yes exactly ministry life so why don't you tell us from your perspective the day um, you died how we got to know each other yeah okay so let me start there um, I was uh, I was in my kitchen and I opened up my laptop I was having lunch I saw on the Fox News page which is my splash page mm-hmm. it says Elijah Rising stops Canadian company from bringing um, robots to open up a sex robot brothel. I'm like, what in the world? So uh, then I find out that you're in Houston, Mm -hmm. okay? And we're in the woodlands. And so that's, you know, I mean, what do we, you walk across the railroad tracks and you're in Houston, right? And so I'm like, okay, I got to reach out. So I call you guys up and we talk over the phone. We ended up meeting. And uh, I said, like, why don't you come to our church? And um, we're going to just raise a whole bunch of money for Elijah <laughs> Rising. Bless you guys. Because I'm like, anyone who just shut down a robot brothel, which is the weirdest thing <laughs> I've ever heard, we want to bless you guys. And so uh, we had two services. Mm-hmm. And um, so we bring you on the stage. And there was a round table. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting on one side. You were sitting on the other. And uh, I said, okay, Micah. You know, introduce yourself. Wait a minute. I have to back up because I don't remember anything about this event, but my husband was there and he tells me some of these things. So we had only met one time. That's right. So we, That's we didn't right. really know each other. No, no, no. I think we we showed up to interview you. Yeah. And then, I mean, it was a real quick interview. It was. And yeah. you wanted to like make sure, you know, come to the facility, see the safe home. Uh, yeah. Are you understandably. guys legit or was that just like, <laughs> yeah. uh, who are you guys? And so I remember we had a, we brought a team with us mm-hmm. to interview you, and so it was real quick. It was. I mean, it really we were was. just bang bang, yep. and um, I think we introduced ourselves to each other. Mm-hmm. It felt very professional, mm-hmm. right? It was yeah. just kind of like boom, and then I was like, "Okay, see you mm-hmm. next month, Sunday, the whatever it was." Yeah. And so um, when you came. Uh, I would guess I'd call, uh, you know, my relationship with you and David acquaintances, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. 
And so I said, hey, Micah, go ahead and introduce yourself to the church. And my goodness. So um, you said, uh, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for inviting. And then you dragged out that word inviting. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I look at you and your eyes, like, I've never seen this in my life. It's like the life went away and your eyes just rolled back in the back of your mouth. I mean, not in the back of your mouth. They just <laughs> rolled backwards. Yeah. And you started Super. slipping out of the stool. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And so <laughs> the only thing that came to my mind was, okay, she's having a seizure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and so I went around and I caught you because you were slipping out of the, the stool. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I lay you down on the ground and I don't know much about seizures. But yeah. what I do know is that they know what's happening around them, but they can't stop what's happening to them. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just said, hey, Micah, you know, relax. You know, everything's Okay. And little do I know that you are going into full cardiac arrest, like right before my Sorry. eyes. And um, and and so I look up, and we thank the Lord. We had a doctor, and mm-hmm. she works in the emergency unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a guy who was uh, he was in the military for several years. He worked in Iraq. Right. So I looked over there and and both of them kind of were looking at me like, hey, do you need help? And I looked at them and I was like, yeah, I'm, yeah, come up here. Pretty sure. So they come up there and, um, you know, at that point, um, I'm a couple feet away from you and I've never, like, obviously, but I can't explain this um, to anyone. And, and communicate it well unless they've seen it. But you're look, I'm looking in your eyes trying to determine how well you are. And the life just goes away. Like Ooh, you're gone. Yeah. You're not here, right? And so you know when you go to a funeral and you walk past a mm-hmm, casket and mm-hmm. everybody always says the same thing, right? They're not here. Mm-hmm. But to see someone like in a second, like you're there, and you're gone. It was like, I can't even explain, like, oh, my goodness. Like, mm-hmm. she's not here. <laughs> and I don't want to get, like, too graphic, but I do want to paint the picture. Um, David, the the guy that served in the military, he was, like, doing, like, pumping on your chest mm-hmm. to try to keep your heart beating. Mm-hmm. And um, because you had already gone... Okay, blood was coming out of your mouth, and um, it was coming out of your nose. Mm. And um, he had the wherewithal of, hey, if we have any chance of saving this girl, and nobody knew what was happening. Yeah, we got to keep her heart beating until the paramedics show up. Uh-huh. And and looking back, had he not done that, we would have lost you totally. Like, yeah. th- there's no way. Then we find out later, you know what happened. You went into full cardiac arrest, which. Um, and you know more about this than I do, clearly, because you've you've learned a lot more. But full cardiac arrest is when your breathing stops, your brain stops, and your heart. So all uh-huh. of that. Is that correct? Did uh-huh. I word that well? Yeah. 
And so if someone goes into partial cardiac arrest, one of the three or mm. two of the three, well, in your case, it was all three. You're gone. No brain, no heart, no breathing. Uh, breathing. That's called dead. It was like <laughs> the first service, the first the time first I've service. been at your church. <laughs> yes. And, and so, you know, oh, um, so someone called 911, thank mm-hmm. God, right? The paramedics come down the aisle. And as soon as they get there, they said, uh, who's the pastor? And I was like, that's me. You need to get everybody in the sanctuary out of here. And yeah, so all like, like 400 of them yes, or whatever. Yes, all of you guys need to <laughs> get, get out. out, right? Get out of here. Okay. So, um, and so they all leave, and they're in the lobby like praying, okay? And, uh, and then after that, I'm sitting on the front row, and I'm sitting next to the doctor at this point. Mm-hmm. And she's giving me a, a play-by-play. Right, they're hooking you up. They got IVs, and mm-hmm. um, and you're just laying there like you're gone. You're you're dead. And I'll never forget your husband was calling people. I'm so glad he had the wherewithal to do this. He was calling people and saying, "Hey, look, I need you to pray." And yeah. then he'd hang up with him, call the next person. Yeah. And so I'm not a doctor, right? But I am familiar with that sound where, you know, somebody, you can hear somebody's heartbeat, mm-hmm. you know, beep, beep. And well, yours was like, beep. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was just so eerie. Mm-hmm. And our, our second service uh, was much larger than our first service. And so they need parking. Oh, gosh. Right? And so, um, Attendance-wise, it's just much larger. And so they're trying to get in, but the people in the first service don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a madhouse. Um, I didn't know what was happening out there, sure. but I, I could have, you yeah. know, I was kind of thinking about it. And um, and so about 15 minutes went by. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching the paramedics say, okay, you know, it's time to pack up. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so they start packing up, and uh, they had, like, IVs in you and stuff like that, and they started taking out. The last thing that they were going to take off is what was keeping your heart right and telling mm-hmm. them what the, how your heart was doing. The, the machine that was going beep, right? <laughs> and They're so like they had packed up everything, and then all of a sudden it starts going beep, beep, mm. beep. And so I look at the, the doctor next to me, and she looks at back at me, and we're like big-eyed. And we're like, oh, my goodness. Like, what's going on mm. here? And so I heard one of the paramedics say, okay, we got a heartbeat. Mm. And so they throw you on the gurney, and uh, they throw the, the blanket around you, and but it's not over your head, right? So everybody knows, okay, <laughs> even if you're not a doctor, if it goes over the head, it's, it's, it's over, right? <laughs> not good. And so we're like, okay, it's not over her head. <laughs> and so uh, they start pushing you out. And so the doctor sit next to me and said, look, we got a long road ahead of us because um, just because she's breathing, her brain is not working and her she's not she's her heart's not working Mm -hmm. okay the only no her heart is beating but her lungs are not and neither is her brain Mm -hmm. and so you know and it's been 15 minutes yeah yeah and so they they put you in the ambulance they 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 run you off and um and so i'm trying to wrap my head around what to do now because there's blood on our stage yeah i know oh right gosh. there's blood All on our stage you. and you have people like filing in for yes sure. filing in and <laughs> i remember because oh, no. um 
I was trying to move you around for the doctors, and so I had blood like in my fingernails. Oh my gosh, Frankie! And so I'm like, um, I have to go upstairs, and and I got to wash my hands, and I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. Um, like, but you know what's so interesting? I think I gave it to you. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I saw a, a needle that they had in your IV, hmm. and uh, they left it on the stage. They took everything, but mm-hmm. they forgot to pick that up. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up, and I was like, if a miracle happens, I'm going to want to remember this yeah, moment, yeah. <laughs> right? So so uh, I know that sounds gross, but it was significant at the time, mm-hmm. right? And so I, you know, I just put it in my pocket or whatever. And so I go visit the hospital, and obviously, you know, I'm dropping every single title I can think of. I'm a pastor, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Nobody cares, right? <laughs> You're not getting in there to see her. And then uh, I went home, and I have a friend of mine. This is another friend of mine. He's a doctor. And he said, look, you know, brace yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, get your head together. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's like she she had a, a 4% chance of getting to the hospital alive, Right. Uh, when people go into full cardiac arrest, there's a 96% chance that they're dead by the time they get to the hospital. Yeah. And so he's telling me, look, you know, just brace yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then he said this. This was crushing, too. I'm like, man, you are not the bearer of bad news. <laughs> I mean, good news. And uh, he said, and if she lives, mm-hmm. um, she's not going to be who she once was. And he goes, I, I don't know what's going to be different. I don't know if it'll be physical. I don't know if it'll be mental, emotional, yeah. or all. Mm-hmm. But she's not going to be the girl that she once was. And so I'm like, and so I said, well, what if, what if she lives? Mm-hmm. And what if she has no residual effects? And he said, don't let your head go down that road. <laughs> and he goes, that's, that's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And I said, well, just what if? Like, what what if? And he goes, look, if that happens, uh, I don't want to stand anywhere close to you or your church because lightning just struck. You're like, your church? You mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I thought it was our church. But... <laughs> now it's your church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> he goes, funny. God just did something that I've never seen before in the medical world. Wow. And... Um, you know, I, I don't know if, you know, this lightning just struck. Hmm. And and so anyway, uh, I finally get an opportunity to go visit you like four mm-hmm. days later. I walk into your your hospital room. And I've talked about this so many times when I travel around the country or whatever. I walk in. David's in there. He's in a chippy mood. My husband. Yeah, your husband, David. He's in there. He's in a chippy mood. He's happy. <laughs> I look at you. You're in your bed eating pudding. <laughs> pudding. And you looked at me, and I'll never forget what you said. You go, I'm really sorry I messed up your service, dude. <laughs> and I was like, she just called me dude. She's That's like, the most awesome that? thing I've what? ever heard in my life. Happening? And I'm looking at you, and I'm like, what? in the world is happening Mm. and they kept you for like a couple more days or whatever for like yeah because it was the week of thanksgiving and they couldn't like get the doctors you know to come in or something and i'm like this girl could walk out right now (laughs) right they kept you for a couple more days Mm -hmm. and they were like okay you can go and and then we um 
you know, they they said, um, you know, there's there's no reason for this. You, you don't have it in your family tree. Yeah. You're healthy. You're mm-hmm. strong. You're young. Mm-hmm. This should not have happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I just saw someone die and come back to life. Like this is, and and I say this all the time whenever I tell the story, but um, I can't not tell the story and leave this out. When you were on the on the stage, you got blood coming out of your mouth. Like it was so intense. I felt the Lord just speak to me, uh, not out loud, just like right in my heart. He, he told me two things. He said, um, hell hates this girl. Mm. And then just like a few moments later, I felt him again say, they are at they, meaning you and your husband, your ministry, uh, Elijah Rising. Mm-hmm. They are at the tip of the spear. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I knew what that meant, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, in the church world, um, you know, the church is the bride of Christ. And so people, um, you know, they're supposed to go to the temple to worship the Lord in Acts chapter 2. But um, you guys go to them. You guys go to the brothel. Mm-hmm. You go into the darkness. And um, wow, that's why you guys are at the tip of the spear. And then from that moment, it was so, um, it was like, okay, we're, our church will be a supporter of Elijah Rising <laughs> forever. It was, right? <laughs> it was obvious, okay? And what's crazy, what's so crazy is. Our church started experiencing people getting healed, you know, blind yeah. eyes, open ears, cancer. And uh, every time we pray for you, people, people get healed ever since that day. That's Not so everybody exciting. gets healed sure. that we pray for, but ever since that day, people have been getting healed since 2018. Well, so thank I, you for taking one oh, for the team. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you had to pay the price and sure. we all benefited from it. So thank you for taking one for the team. Well, it's one development strategy that I don't recommend. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Nobody volunteers. Hey, I'll die. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know? And it's like, you were like, okay, well, it can either go either way. You're like, okay, I never want to see that girl again. Right. Or you're like, okay, now we are together. We're together <laughs> we're forever together now. Forever. I mean, we're going to be old yeah. and raising our kids and giving our <laughs> ministry to our kids if they want it. Yeah. <laughs> but we will be partners forever. And I love, I have seen, you know, we didn't know you too well before that, right? right. But I have seen the trajectory of Celebration Church and just the incredible testimonies that have been coming out. I mean, I've sat there in the chair when someone's blind eyes were open and I'm yeah. like, you were there what is that? happening? Oh, you know, goodness. this isn't a woodland, yes, you know? Yes. Um, it's been really exciting to watch. And I just think that y'all, I mean, your church, you guys have, y'all have really paid the price in that. It, there's not a lot of people who would have stayed there and believed for a miracle, yes. who would have believed for healing and been like, okay, I'm not going to give up. And and then invited us back, you know, <laughs> like that is the real test. What's so funny is, is uh, we I think attendance wise, they were in the lobby, they were standing in the parking lot. Everybody wants to see the dead girl that came back, you know? <laughs> it was so good. They were like, I prayed for you, I prayed for you. I prayed for you. And actually when I remember... I can't. I think it was the first time I I came back and yeah. spoke with you. Um, 
some gentleman came up and shook my hand. He was like, hi, I'm Bob or whatever his name yeah, was. And he's yeah. like, I actually, uh, I'm a CSI cleanup guy. And I cleaned up all the blood on this stage after you died. Oh my goodness. I was like, wow, thanks to, you know. Nice I forgot about you. that. We had to bring in professional yeah. cleaners. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I just had the stuff in my car. I was like, okay, well, that's okay. a little wacky, that's, you know. We're not going to go there. Yeah. But no, no. <laughs> Thank you we'll for just, your service. <laughs> like, <laughs> who walks around with that stuff in their trunk? You I know? know it was so it, like the the way that the Lord had orchestrated it because even the 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 doctor and uh, the military guy, I mean, they weren't even supposed. They were like, we weren't even going to come this no, morning. They don't even go to the first service, right? And they're like, something compelled me to. They had these different situations that happened. Yeah. If like, they weren't there, you wouldn't be here. It'd be a different. Story. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just, and this is such a testimony too of I didn't do anything, right? Um, but it was the people around me who prayed. Yeah. And just to tie it in, like you've written several books. One of them has been on the power of God to see signs, wonders, miracles. But then your most recent book has been about prayer. Yes. So For, it, uh, Ignite Your Life, 14 Things That Happen When You Pray. And I talk about this whole situation in that book. Um, it might have been in the first book, um, Your Divine Invitation. I don't know. But... I've told this story in so many churches I can't even count. Because you're right. The people in the first service, they didn't leave. They stayed in the lobby in the hallways praying. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that that whole incident, I think that's what we call it, right? The incident? (laughs) That whole incident uh, changed so many people's lives. It changed, like you said, changed the trajectory of our church. But... Nobody is ever the same after that. Mm. When when you see and and what was really cool is one of the mentors in my life, Dr. Randy Clark, he said, Well, if you've seen someone die and come back to life, you can believe God for anything now. Fair. You're like, <laughs> right? okay, the yes. bar just got a little higher. <laughs> yes, yes. Like yeah. that's interesting. That was wow. That was a wild, wild experience. Well, just another day in the life of ministry. I know we could share like a dozen more stories. I don't think we can find one that can top that one, though. That one's at the, that's the crown jewel right there. I love, I love it. And I'm believing that the Lord is going to give us more testimonies that maybe don't have us so close to the center. Maybe we can be from the periphery. That's right. That's right. Like, (laughs) let someone else. Let's have some testimonies that, um, yeah. Or it's it's not you or me, <laughs> right? Right. Well, I've loved just kind of recapping. I've lo- we haven't shared this on the Elijah Rising platform at all. There's so much more to the story that the Lord, you know, the nuance of how the Lord did that. But yeah, credi- You know, all the credibility goes to Jesus. Yes. We- yes. I'm so glad we did this because I don't think I've talked about it on mm. um, on stages before and um, or in front of the camera. You have. You yep, know, yep. Um, but we've never talked about it together. Yeah. So this was fun. And then people, when they invite us, they're like, "Just can we just not do that thing again? You know, like just keep yeah. it together. Can we talk about something else? And like, can y'all just... Yeah, I understand. So, yeah. You know? I've loved it. Thank you so much for sharing our story on this podcast. Yes. I hope people enjoy it. If you've liked this episode, you can obviously like, subscribe, and then share with your friends. And you can check out Frankie's other episodes on the Elijah Rising podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we will check you out next time. Thank you for joining us today for this episode. 
If you were inspired by this content today, please share, rate, and leave a review. Also, please consider making a donation at elijahrising.org donate. Your support helps us continue the vital mission to combat sex trafficking. Until next time.